0: If I'm out there running a race and I see somebody ahead of me, uh, you better believe I will turn that competitive on. And I'm like, okay, I just have to get to them.
1: Diz Runs Radio episode 1054 starts in three, two. Welcome back to Diz Runs Radio, where I talk with runners from all corners of the running world about running, life, and everything in between. I'm your host, Denny Cray, and it's just about time to head out the door for an easy run and a great conversation. So if you're ready, then I'm ready. Let's get started. Hey, y'all. Real quick, before we dive into today's episode of the show, just a little reminder that uh, the next time you're struggling with something, because let's not kid ourselves, part of being human part of being a human runner, is that uh, from time to time, things don't always go to plan. There's a there's a niggle, there's a tweak to the schedule, there's there's something that needs to happen, maybe even just uncertainty in terms of how to plan out the actual race itself. What's, what's your race day plan going to be? The next time that you've got an issue that you're struggling with, not sure which way to go, and you would like to talk it through, I would like to talk it through with you. That's why the consultation calls are available. That's why they're quite honestly one of my favorite things that I that I do that I have available is uh, when somebody pops on the calendar, whether it's somebody who, who pops on fairly regularly. There's a few of you that do that. Whether it's the first time that I've ever seen your name pop up on the calendar, but there's something you're struggling with, you want to bounce it off me. I love having the opportunity to jump on the phone, jump on Skype, jump on Zoom, jump on Google Hangouts, jump on the Smoke Signal Express, whatever it is that is your preferred method of communicating. I love to make it happen and hopefully, you know, help you get some clarity, get some new ideas, some suggestions, some peace of mind, whatever it is to help you work through this, this rough patch in your training, in your running and get back on track to working towards whatever goals you're working towards, whether it's a short-term race goal, whether it's a big-picture you know, goal of, of doing XYZ in the next 10 years, whatever it is, if you're struggling with it and I can help, I would love the opportunity to do so. And the way to do that, the way to make it happen, is to head over to disruns.com slash consultation. That'll take you to the page on the website. All the information is there. Click the link. It opens up the calendar. You get yourself scheduled. And, uh... I give you a call at the time that you say, hey, this is a good time for me. I call you, we talk it through, we get it figured out, give you some clarity, some peace of mind and send you on your way, hopefully for things to go well until the next time life conspires to get in the way and you need some talk and we can do it again. We can do it again. Disruns.com slash consultation is the link. Any questions on how that works, let me know. I think it's pretty self-explanatory, but hey, I know that Just because I think it's self-explanatory doesn't mean it is. So let me know what questions you have. If I can help you, I'm happy to do so. Dizruns.com slash consultation. One last time, and now, without any further ado, let's go ahead and dive in to today's episode of the show. Hey, y'all. My guest today is a lady that uh, I recently connected with on Twitter. And, uh, you know, as is often the case when when you get a couple runners on Twitter together, it didn't take much for me to realize that, hey, you know what? Let's continue this conversation without the confines of 200 and, and whatever, 280 characters these days. Uh, let's get her on the show and, and uh, flesh things out and see where we go. And so that's that's where we are. Uh, she's a runner, obviously, also a cyclist, which means that uh, probably no shortage of things to talk about today. So uh, let's get the party started and officially welcome Miss Michelle Bellemont to the show. So thanks for joining us today, Michelle. Really appreciate it.
0: Thanks, Denny, for having me. I greatly appreciate and look forward to our conversation.
1: Yeah, yeah, and, and y'all, if you enjoy today's conversation, you want to connect with Michelle. Uh, social media, Instagram, it's at just dot and that's Michelle with one L, so just dot dot the letter V, uh, and on Twitter, it's at the desert fox 7 the desert fox zero zero seven, all one word, no no. Uh, dashes no underscores none of that stuff just all jumbled together and uh, as per usual we'll have everything linked up in the show notes social medias and things we talk about today and whatever else dizrunscom slash 1054 dizrunscom slash 1054 if you're out on the go and you want to connect but you're can't get your phone out right now, which, you know, that's cool, be safe, uh, we'll just head back to the show notes for today, and you can you can one-click over to your social media of choice or whatever else we talk about today and connect with Michelle. Once again, disruns.com slash 1054. So, Michelle, the way we always start off each episode of the show uh, is with a relatively simple question as far as asking goes. Sometimes it's a relatively simple question to answer, uh, but one way or the other, it gets the, the conversation started, and it's just to simply ask, what is your favorite distance to race and Why?
0: Well, that's a that's a that's a twofold for me because, like you said, I I run and I cycle, so I'm gonna it's gonna be a two parter for me. Um, running distance, my go to for the longest time has been half marathon. I feel like I just started getting warmed up after I hit the half marathon, but I have increased my miles. I have done a couple 50ks here and there. Um, so I'm going to up that to more like a 40k is what my my go to my go to mileage is, um, which is just shy of those that don't want to do math, just shy of 26.2 miles. <laughs> um, and then uh, cycling, I love to cycle. So I, I just got back into mountain biking, I mountain bike started mountain biking, which was a whole new activity for me um, three years ago and then I had an endover for those people that don't know what an endover is it meant it means end over. it just means you're going in circles and you're ending up not on your bike somewhere um i was on a too big of a trail for me and i was with a group of people um there was a space in between us a, a pretty big distance and i I didn't know the trail, and I was just, oh, this is so cool. I'm doing so good. The next thing I know, I am lying on the ground. So I looked back, and it was probably about a four-and-a-half-foot little drop-off that I went over. So needless to say, I got back up on my bike, dusted off, and finished finished a little bit mileage <laughs> more mileage. And uh, my, my girlfriend was like, uh... Uh, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah. And I could tell on, on the look on her face that I was not okay. <laughs> that I think I'm going to go back. So it took I took two years off, and I just got back on um, about, uh, not well, about last week. <laughs> and so I'm slowly working my way back up on trails and stuff like that. So mountain biking, I'm good with eight miles. And it doesn't seem like a lot compared to what I'm going to say on my road bike. On my road bike, I like to do about 60 to 80 to 100 miles. Wow. Wow. So I've done multiple centuries, I've done, you know, 60 miles as a fun ride, <laughs> um, solo and with other people. Um, but I've also competed in duathlons, which I've never done a duathlon on, with my mountain bike. I've only done them on my road. So I'm a trail runner. So I started out as a road runner, transitioned to trail, so it's kind of... I'm, I I don't know how to run on pavement, and pavement hurts me. <gasps> sorry, sorry, roadrunners. runners. I'm a trail runner, trail runner at heart.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's. it's so there, oh, go ahead.
0: No, I was gonna say. So there's my short, long answer. <laughs> yeah,
1: I love it. I love it. And it, it, it's it's always maybe not always, but it's it it, it it's easy to overlook the difference between. The roads and the trails, because, you know, you think like, oh, it's just, you know, running is running, especially if you if you predominantly do one or the other and you don't necessarily recognize mm-hmm. the, the difference. And for a lot of us, you know, running on the roads can be pretty convenient uh, because typically you can hopefully if you're living in a safe enough place, you can walk out the door and you're good to go. Um, but trail running it is its own separate beast, and yes it 's still running but it's it is a, an entirely different thing and and I'm sure we'll, we'll, we'll put a pin in that we 'll come back to kind of splicing some of the differences okay. and and the pros and cons but curious to to hear michelle how'd you get started in in the sport of running Is that been something that's been long part of your life? was that before cycling after cycling like where where did you get uh, into into running to begin with?
0: Well, um, I have been happily divorced, maybe not every day happy, but happily divorced um, for 27 years now, going on 28 in July. Um, And that was my, that was my, I got to get, I, I have to be okay. So I started walking and then I started running and then it just kind of developed from there. And I realized, wow, I love this. I love this, (laughs) but I come from a very small town and by small town, I mean, I graduated with like 18 people in my class. Um, and so we didn't have a lot of like, um, track and field and activities like that. We, we had cross country, but it was like, I didn't think I was ever good at it. I, but then again, I didn't know, you know, and it was, um, I just never did it. Um, And when I found, but I ran, I played softball, you know, so I know what running is about. So it was just really weird that I never transitioned over into cross country, but it's okay. It's, you know, whatever you don't know, you, you don't know until later on. But I, I have been running for, like I said, going to be 28 years. And what got me into it is my divorce with my ex-husband and, and I found out that it was calming to me and it was, I could set goals and was I good at it out the door? Oh no. I couldn't even, I couldn't even go down half a block. You know, it was like, what am I doing? But I would run for softball in my cleats. So I couldn't understand why I was good at that, but I wasn't good at running, but it's different. Like softball, you're going from base to base to base and you're probably stopping one two or three maybe if you hit a home run you're you know hitting all four bases and so it's a short distance well i found out that oh i like the long distances i'm good at that (laughs) i get out of my head i lose myself so um to answer your question that's how i got into running how i got into riding um i always had a bicycle my first bike my dad bought it was sitting alongside the road and he comes home from work with it and it had, here, I'll, I'm going to date myself now. So do you remember those little straws that you would cut and you would put on the spokes?
1: Oh, yeah, of course.
0: <laughs> so that, it had those on, it had red and green and, I don't know, different colors, striped um, straws on And it had a banana boat seat and it was sparkly, it was white sparkly, my bike was blue. Um, and I would ride down to my grandparents, which was like a mile down the road. Up and down hills again, I lived mm-hmm. in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> Thank you <laughs> and uh, so i w- was able to ride, and I would ride down to my my grandparents. well, one day I decided i i was gonna i was gonna test out the asphalt up a little bit up close, and I fell over, had an end over <laughs> um then, and i you know I walked to a neighbor's and i said i i i think I fell. <laughs> 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 um freshly tar and chipped yes freshly tar and chipped in the middle of summer mm-hmm. that was great so freaked my mom out got to my grandparents freaked my mom out called my dad my dad comes rushing home they had me wrapped in a blanket because i'm in shock <laughs> my mom's crying <laughs> this it seems like this just happened yesterday because i can recount all this and my dad takes me to the takes me to the emergency room I get all stitched up I get all cleaned up they thought I broke my arm no broken bones I just ended up having like 13 or 15 stitches in my chin and I had road rash burn on my, on my arms from the tar and the chips and all that stuff. So yeah, um, I I apparently falling down and endovers are my thing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Years of practice. Years of
0: practice. (laughs) Yes. So I, so then anyway, to get back to that, to your question, um, I ended up, um, still getting on my bike. My uncle fixed my, fixed my handlebars and fixed it all up, washed it down. And, you know, I was back on my bike. And then next thing I know, my, my parents are getting me a 10 speed. And then, then the thing was, how fast can I go down around the lake? Cause we lived about a mile, two miles from a, a lake, a, a summer recreation lake. How and that was five miles around that. How far or how long is it going to take me to ride around the lake and get back? Can I get back before it's dark? Mm. And that was like a that was like my fun activity. Right. And I and I realized that I liked biking too. Yeah. So it's always been in my blood. So to get to, a, I signed up for a triathlon. Oh my gosh. Didn't tell anybody. I started training on a mountain bike. Just a, you know, a, a Walmart mm-hmm. special, you know, $100 bike. And I was like, okay, I can do this. Was gifted my 31 speed, um, road cycle. Tires are different. Yeah. I definitely have more than six gears now. I have thirty-one. I have to figure (laughs) out, (laughs) and I figured out I was really good at it. And I was riding with, um, I was riding with a group of people that were very experienced, had done multiple centuries, and they just they took me under their wing and they just they taught me. And they're like, "Girl, you are gonna fly. Mm. You are good." You're good at climbing, you're good. <laughs> you're good at riding, you're good. You're going to be just fine. And um ended up doing my doing a an Olympics uh an Olympic distance triathlon and my weakest link is swimming. I thought I was going to die the entire time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um but survived it and finished it. I had I was surprised two of my friends happened to be in the same In the same area, this happened up in Vegas. One had just moved there. Another one was there on a conference. So the three of us ended up meeting up. So if they if they're on here, hi guys, you know who you are. (laughs) They were my cheer squad. They were my cheer squad. They made signs. They were there. They freaked out because they couldn't find me after the after the swim. People were being taken out for hypothermia, and all I knew is that I just had to I just had to get point to point to point in my swim and that's what I did. Right, right. And they saw me on my bike and they're like they're like okay so my nickname for all you people that don't know me except for those that grew up with me in high school um we had we had three Michelle's in our grade. Mm.
1: Out of, out of so, 18 kids in your class, three <laughs> Michelles. you got to love how that, that works itself out.
0: <laughs> right. Well, actually, we actually had four, but one moved away. So we mm-hmm. still had three. So it's like, okay. So one is still Michelle to this day. Another one is um, Shelly. And then I ended up being Mickey. Mm-hmm. So, so a lot of people still call me Mick or they call me Mitch. So or hey you or whatever.
1: <laughs> so <laughs> yep. and, and some, um, of those, some of those old school, you know, <laughs> nicknames, they, they, they don't ever die. Like they just kind of, they, they just kind of take on a life of their own. And, um, and, and there's probably some people that don't know that your name actually is Michelle. They just think it's, it's Mick or Mish or, or whatever, you know, that, they, because that's what they've always called you. So that's what it must be.
0: A hundred percent. Some of my friends that found me on social media and they're like, did you change your name? And I'm like, no, this has always been my name. They're like, we went to school with you. I'm like, yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, mm-hmm. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so it was, it was kind of cool. So anyway, so there's, again, there's the, there's the short, long version of biking and riding for me.
1: Yeah. Getting, getting into, getting into the endurance world. And, um, you know, you, you mentioned, you know, kind of in that, that introductory question about not really liking the, the roads and, and enjoying the trail running more. Um, was that, you know, when you, when you first got started, when you were going through the divorce, did you start right on the trails or did you start on the roads and have have graduated to, to more of a trail runner over the years?
0: I, I started on the roads and, um, I was on roads for a very, very, very long time. Um, I didn't get onto trails until I moved to Arizona, mm. um, with my son and it was, um, I. I actually met, I actually met um, a, somebody at the church that I was going to, that I attended. I, I was trying to find a church. And I was, she, it, I had been going there because I enjoyed the church. I enjoyed, you know, okay, nobody's talking to me. No, Everyone's leaving me alone. No one's asking me questions. Okay, here comes this girl. Da, 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 da. Hi, I see you here all the time. You're going to come and sit with us. And I'm like, mm. <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm good right here. And she's like, nope. She takes me by, she takes me by the wrist and she bebops. We're still friends. I love her dearly. She knows who she is too. Um, and, and so I sit with them and she's like, okay, so we're going to go hike. And I'm like, we're going to, what? She goes, oh yeah, at the church, we're going to go hike. I'm like, oh, okay. So she actually inadvertently got me onto trails. And she we would go hike a couple uh little trails around uh, around where where she lived. And then I was like, oh, my gosh, like it just kind of clicked in my head, like, oh, my gosh, I think I can run this. I think I can run this. And so um, her and I would go hike. And I'm like, do you mind if I go try and run this? And she's like, oh, no, I'll, I'll catch up to you. And I'm like, come back for you. And I found out that I loved it. Did I fall? Oh, yeah, all the time. Um, but it was also, I had to realize that it it's mental. It's such a difference of running because you, you have so many different obstacles. And you may think you know the trail. One day, you go the next day, you don't know who's been on the trail. You don't know if mountain bikers have been on the trail. You don't know I mean, it, I, I live in Arizona, so rain does not happen often, <laughs> or not enough, I should say, in in Phoenix where I'm at. Um, but when it does rain during monsoon season, and you know, during the winter and stuff like that, it erodes the it erodes the trails mm-hmm. because they're dirt, right? And so. There's roots that appear. There's stones that appear. There's mountain bikers that appear, you know, and there's ruts. And so there's a whole bunch of obstacles. So I had to learn to slow it down on, uh, on the trail. So to go back out on the road, I fly on the road. But with doing that, I also end up, I don't want to say getting hurt, but I physically hurt more when I'm, when I'm on the road. Was it? And I think it's just because, of, yeah. Oh, no, go, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was just going to say, I think it's just because I run faster mm-hmm. and there's more pounding and I don't, I don't switch gears in my head, like, slow your roll down. We know that this is flat. We know that this sit, you know, right. but it's just, I have now over the years, I've learned that, but I prefer trails.
1: Yeah. Well, and, 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 you know, going back to, that's just one of the many factors going back to what I said earlier about, you know, it's easy to think of road running and trail running as just running, but it, there's just, there's so many nuance, may, maybe it may be nuanced, but there's nuanced differences that, mm-hmm. that makes them, you know, really, um, I mean, I guess they're, again, I mean, they're, they're running, but they're just different. Like they're, they're not the same thing by, by any stretch. Similar to how you, you know, a, a road cycling and, and mountain biking, like they're biking, but they are not, not the same thing. Um, but, but you know, th- that idea of um, slowing down when, when you were getting onto the trails and, 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 you know, just some of the adaptations and the adjustments that you have to make, was that difficult for you? Because I know for, for a lot of runners, um, it, and, and there's no shade with this, like, like I'm, I'm one of them, um, but pace is important, you know, at least for a lot of folks, like, like, like they, they have pace goals, they want to get faster, whatever the case might be, and switch into trail running where, some, like a lot of times you got to slow down, sometimes you have no choice but to slow down. Uh that can be a tough pill to swallow. Was was it a, a difficult thing for you to, to quote unquote not worry about slowing down?
0: Yeah, um at first No, because I wasn't racing out here like I wasn't I wasn't signing up for races. I wasn't doing races out here in Arizona. Um, So to me, that was I kind of went into chapters, if that makes any sense. Like when I went through my divorce, that was my start. And then, you know, I mean, I raced um, road races and I was winning distances. I was winning, you know, 5Ks and 10Ks and 15Ks. Um, in my age group, granted, I was a lot younger than two. <laughs> but you know, I, it was, it was it was it was a different chapter for me. So I kind of transitioned out of winning and just completing and finishing. Um, and that's, to me, I think that was the difference. I mean, I know that I've grown as a runner and I've kind of gotten out of that competitive state. If you ask my friends, they're like, no, you haven't. (laughs) Um, you're always competitive, Michelle, but I'm, but if they would have known me in, in, you know, in a different chapter, they would see that I'm, I'm not that competitive. Yes. I'll go race. Yes. I'll go do this, but to me, pace doesn't matter. It's, uh, I start and I finish and that's my win. That's my goal.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, I, I I totally agree, um, with, with the idea that, that maybe not agree is quite the right way to say, but like, like, I feel like maybe what, what I'm, what I'm hearing at least is like, you know, you, you can, the way you're being competitive has maybe changed a little bit. There's still a little bit of competitiveness in there. Um, but maybe it's not so much about winning the race anymore as it is about pushing yourself, doing the best you can, finishing things like that, which, which, you know, again, not for nothing, but like, it's okay for those types of, of goals to evolve or the, the, the reasons maybe to evolve and change over time.
0: Exactly. And you know, and I, I believe that it's also a mindset, like, and which is true. I, I'll go back to to what you said. Yes, there there will always be a competitive streak in me. Always. <laughs> if I'm out there running a race and I see somebody ahead of me, uh, you better believe I will turn that competitive on. And I'm like, okay, I just have to get to them. I just have to get to them and pass them, and they have to stay behind me. I just have to get to the next person and pass them and get them. So yes, that competitive streak is still in me. Um, but you know, I want to be. I want to be upright. I want to to remember my races. I want to remember what I saw. I mean, especially on trail, because you see some gorgeous, gorgeous scenery on trails. And I'm not saying roads you don't, but trail trails is totally different. Totally. different. (laughs) Um, And I just want to remember and keep that even if it's just a, a snippet of something, you know, like, oh, yeah, I remember that. Like, yeah, that was calming, or yeah, yeah, that's where I fell, or, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, that's where I pulled over and decided to, you know, ha, you know, take a little extra time and have some, have something to eat, you know, so I just want to remember, I guess that's what it is, I just want to remember, I want to have those memories, because, you know, I know at some point in time, there's going to be, there's going to be a time and place where I'm not going to be able to do this, mm-hmm. and I want to be able to Go back and and think about yeah this is what I saw or this is what I did and and just have those peace of mind and um, calming memories
1: I guess yeah yeah well and um, the the I'm sure it's a quote from somewhere else but the the Ferris Bueller line about you know if you don't stop and smell the roses once in a while life moves pretty fast and it's like mm-hmm. maybe not so much roses out on the the Arizona Trail but stop and smell the cacti once in a while just don't get too close that they they pick you <laughs> along the way um, right. But uh, you know, tying in tying in some of the, the cycling and, and some of the duathlon and triathlon type of, of days, um are you are you do you still compete in some of the multi sport events or is that is that from another chapter as well?
0: Uh no, I'm actually getting back into it. So um watch out. Watch out, social media. <laughs> You're gonna be flooded with some stuff. Um, I'm I'm going back and I'm I'm cross training again and um gonna be doing Doing some longer distances and trying to figure out, I mean, I don't want to say, you know, the, la- the last two years have been fantastic for mm. us racers. <laughs> Things have changed. Um, but I think, like, for me, I it was a shock to me. I mean, I, I struggled through it. I did what I had to do, and I, I did, you know, virtuals, and and I'm fine with doing virtuals. I think every single one of my training runs is a virtual race, you know. So running the virtual race was was no different for me. Um, but now that I can get back into riding, that I can get back into doing the duathlons, um, yeah, I'm. It's it's still there. I I don't think I'm done with that chapter of my of my world yet.
1: Gotcha. Do do you have, are are the multis that you do out, out in Arizona? Like I'm in, I'm in central Florida and and I don't like, I know just enough about the duathlon and triathlon scene around here to pretend like I know something, but I, I'm not in it. I don't, (laughs) I don't know much about it, but what I do know is that at least, you know, again, maybe I just haven't looked far enough, but here, pretty much everything, everybody that does multi it's, it's road, it's road cycling, road running, you know, alligator lake swimming, I guess, or, or golf (laughs) swimming, one or the other, depending on where, where the race is located. Um, but out there are are your duathlons, are they, are they road races or, or trail races?
0: They're both. And, and you really have to, I don't want to say you really have to look for them, but once you're in that world, in that mindset, just like anything else, it seems to come popping up all over the place. Um, so there's, there's road, there's trail, um, there's, I have not participated in, in this one that I'm going to say. So shout out to you four peaks on this. (laughs) I've been watching it for a while. Um, There's uh, it's called the Iceman Iceman um, because they do it in February Mm. in a lake, which Mm. I know a lot of people are kind of like you're in Arizona. How does it ever get cold? It gets cold. The water (laughs) temperature does drop (laughs) Mm. Um, and they, they do a, a swim, and they do a mountain bike and a trail run. Well, I, here I am. I'm like, well, can I do the trail run and the mount, And Can I do the trail run? But can I ride on the road? And they're like, no. <laughs> I'm like, mm. so I really have to pick. I, I have to pick which one I want to do. I mean, they, I don't have to do the swim. They have duathlons also. But just to let you know, usually if you find a triathlon, you find a duathlon. So they're, they're pretty common. Um, they, well, the duathlon, they could also do an aqua bike, which I don't know. Have you heard, have you heard of that?
1: I've heard little bits about it. It's, it's, uh, I guess my mind shuts off because the, 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 the swim is my issue. Like, like, I feel like there's a yeah. difference between like, I can swim, but like, I can't swim, which is kind of the same thing with, mm-hmm. with running. Like you going back to your softball, like you could run, but you couldn't run, you know, or, or like right. me on a bike. Like I can bike. I can even ride a bike, but I can't bike. Um, but anyway, right. so so all that to say, like the swim is always what turns me off. So it's like, oh, like swimming and a bike, like those are those are two <laughs> things that like both of them. I'm, I'm neither of which I'm really that proficient at. So uh, no thanks. But yes, I, to your point, I, I have heard of them. And that's a, that's an interesting component to to you know for those that don't like running. That, well, there you go. You can still do a multi. Just you know take the run out of the equation.
0: Exactly. And there's I I competed. Um, I think I'll tell you about that in a second. But I competed in Buffalo, New York. um, I don't know, gosh, it must have been seven years ago. And I, I ran, I was running and biking. Well, I ended up doing a, the, the duathlon up there. I took first place overall. And which means I took first place in the women's division also and I was like what I'm like am I last like I I crossed the line and I'm like am I last like did everybody beat me like what what is I what is, and and my friend um she's an acquaintance uh she was actually my sister's friend um so she was acquaintance of mine she was doing the aqua bike and I'm like what is that I'm like you're riding a bike in the water because to me that's what it sounded like and I'm like because have you ever seen those big those those bikes that have the big tires and they they ride on top of the water. Yep. That's what I was thinking she was doing. I wasn't thinking she was swimming and then getting on a road bike. Mm-hmm. Like that concept didn't. I didn't know that that even existed. So that was the first time that I heard about that. And and she she does not like running. She can ride and she can swim, but she can she's like, I don't I don't run. I'm not a runner. And I'm like, that's so funny because I'm not a swimmer. <laughs> <laughs> give me my floaties. Give me my, you know, I don't even know what they're called, like the float tube things that you mm-hmm. see in the summertime. Uh, give me one of those, you know. Yeah. Okay, I'll get me out in my little floater, but I'll, I'll, I'll get on a sup, you know, and I'll hang out on a sup all day, you know. And it's like, what is the difference? Like, I just don't swim. I'm, I'm not a good swimmer. I freak out. Forget it. Nope. Um, so that was the first time that I heard about aqua bike. So there are different things. So I, you know, and, and I, 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 my experience has been this. If you, if you ask a race director, Hey, can we do this and this, like, or do you do this or this? Mm-hmm. I personally, I think that so many race directors are open to suggestions. Like, I don't know. I, I guess if we could do that. Like, Okay. You know, and, uh, you know, you never know who else is out there afraid to ask that question or, you know, maybe you only get a handful of participants on on your first one or maybe it's something that, you know, nobody ever wants to do. You, you, You never know.
1: But once you know, it's out and, there, then it, might, it has a potential to grow, you know, because maybe exactly. other people don't know that it exists either. But now that they do, hey, well, yeah, like the aqua bike sounds great because I don't have to run, which wouldn't be what I would say. But some people would say, that, of
0: course. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And I'm like, oh, running and running and riding. Yeah, I'm good with that. I'm mm-hmm. totally good with that. How many how many miles do I have to ride? Oh, 20 Oh, can you can can I do that like a couple times? You know <laughs> what? You mean all I have to do is run two five Ks? What? You know, okay. and it's just it it's just fun. Like to me, it's it's fun. Yeah. But I I like to do I I'm I'm not a good swimmer. I try to swim. I know if I took lessons and got a coach, I know that my swimming would improve, but um it's not high on my list. Right. right. <laughs> well,
1: and, and so, just because you're in the endurance world doesn't mean you have to do every endurance thing. Like you Exactly. Know, you, you can you can lounge around in the pool, float with a drink in your hand or whatever, and that's okay. Or you can be and somebody that gets in there and swims laps, but it's you know, to each their own. Exactly. Exactly. Talking about the multis a little bit more um, and, and starting mm-hmm. to get back into getting back on your bike after a little bit of a hiatus. Um, I'm curious. And I feel like I asked this to just about everybody who comes on the show that, that, that is some type of, of multi-sport athlete, but how have you noticed for yourself um, the running and the, and the cycling, whether it's the road, whether it's the, the mountain bike, whether it's the, the trail, whatever, how have you um, noticed or observed the, the two different disciplines benefiting each other in, in your experience?
0: Um, I, in multiple ways. So my very first time I actually did a brick. So a brick for those people that don't understand, don't know what that is. A brick is you're doing two different activities back to back. So you're transitioning from, for example, um, Riding bike to running. Mm -hmm. So you you typically aren't riding in the same shoes that you're running in. So you have that little transition. So that is a brick in my, in my term, Mm -hmm. in my terms. There's probably a technical term for that, but uh, where you understand. But so I, my very first time I did a brick, I was lost Like mentally lost. Like you're riding and it's like, uh, so I was road riding and I was road running. Mm. So I transitioned from out of my shoes, kept, kept my, my bibs on, kept my riding clothes on, um, and, and transitioned from my riding shoes, which are clip-ins and to my, to my running shoes. I literally had to say for the first mile, left foot, right foot, left foot, right foot, because my, my body was still riding. Mm-hmm. And I really, and I mean, I was out out loud, I was saying left foot, right foot, left, until I got it. And then as soon as it clicked, I was fine. And it seemed like it was a mile, probably wasn't a mile, but it was it's a mental thing. Like, it's a memory. It's a memory thing. So that was really hard for me. And the more that I did, the more that I did that, the more that I, you know, that I, I started putting my birth together, the better that I got at that. And I could, I knew how I needed to set up my shoes. I knew what I could do, you know, and I knew how to take my shoes off when I was done on the bike. And so there's a lot of components to that when if you're just going and i've done this too if i was just going and it wasn't a a brick and and a trial and like a trial run through etc i would still have that transition mindset like okay i still have to i still have to change from my bike to my my running shoes okay and I would still set them out, and I would still have everything there. But I, I would take my time between between my transitions. You know, um, I've never I've never trained with with a watch, so I don't know how that transition looks with a watch. Right. So that's something new that I get to work on as well. Like, oh wait, I'm not riding anymore. I have to stop this. I have to okay, and like, how much time is that going to take? Like, is it going to throw me off? Or is it going to give me enough of a break in my head to stop and click over to running? I don't know yet. So that's, I'm excited to, to figure that out.
1: What about from a, from a fitness perspective? Have you, have you noticed that your running benefits your cycling and vice versa?
0: I have, um, I have uh, since I'm just getting back into it. Let me tell you, I've been running a lot. (laughs) I think I'm, I think I'm close to 600 miles this year so far. Mm -hmm. And which doesn't seem like a lot compared to there. I know that there are some people that run a heck of a lot more and yay. Kudos for you. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm happy that I'm where I'm at compared to where I was last year. Um, And I'm like, okay, I'm fit. I can do this. Now my lungs are fit. (laughs) (laughs) I'm, I'm on my mountain bike and I've ridden I don't know, two or three times so far this week, and I'm like, oh, oh, wait, that's a different ah, that's a different muscle. Wait, I didn't even know that muscle was there. Wait, how did I not know that muscle wasn't there? Mm-hmm. It's different muscles, muscle groups, and maybe the same muscle, but you're using a different portion of it, or you're doing something different. Um, so I I do see a benefit in in the cross training, which I think is great. So I, um, I like it. I, my lungs are, my lungs are happy. Uh, Here's one thing some people may not know about me. I have asthma. Mm -hmm. I've had asthma my whole life. I don't use an inhaler, but I think with me running and riding, um, the way that I have, I think that it has helped me where I don't have the asthmatic attacks, but, mm-hmm. but after, after a run or a ride or an event, I'm like, cough, 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 cough. Hold on. I'm, I'm not dying. Right. Just give me a second. <laughs> you know? And I feel like I'm, you know, coughing up a lung, but I'm not, it's my lungs are like, thank you. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. And, and, and yeah, I mean, it's, it's that to me, that just harkens back to the whole idea of, um, As far as, as far as your lungs being strong and and working both ways, like, like it's just our body is such an ecosystem and, and, Mm -hmm. um, it's so easy to think that like, if I'm, if I want to be a better runner or if I want to be a better cyclist or if I want to be a better swimmer, heaven forbid, or whatever the case might be, like I need to do, to do that exclusively. And yes, you need to work at it, of course, but if you can work your body in some other ways, like this ecosystem approach, like, like you build some muscles that maybe you don't use as much for running on the bike, but like they still benefit you and your lungs still get stronger and your' your you know your your whatever the situation might be it all kind of works together and uh, I just think sometimes that that you multi sport people um like you know I get my bike training in typically once or twice a week, but like maybe it would help my running more to run just a little bit less and cycle more but because I don't mm-hmm. do cycling events like I was like oh, I'll just run more And this is like like I think you you multi folks like maybe have maybe you know have a little bit of a cheat code by doing the different disciplines as much as you do, because like, I just, you know, less wear and tear on any one specific part of the body working the whole body as, as, as a whole, which is going to help it. Um, just to, you know, every, every time I have these conversations, I'm like, yeah, I need to just do more biking. Like and maybe even get in the, in the pool once in a while and not just float around with a, with a drink in my hand, but actually do some swimming. Um, because it's not going <laughs> to, not going to hurt me, even if I don't enjoy it as much as I, as I might want to enjoy my run. Right. Right.
0: And, you know, and I I agree on on that. Like I I I since I haven't ridden as much as I like to, I do see like coming back into it. I do I do feel and I do see like oh, why did I stop? <laughs> like why what what happened that I stopped? Well, I know what happened when I stopped, um but um it, it's just It is a balance. Like, Mm -hmm. so instead of me going out and running, you know, a a 40K, you know, maybe I can cut that down to a 20K and then I can add some more miles on my bike. Right. And, and it's a balance and it's getting back to there, but it also is, you know, talking about the ecosystem, you have to have, you also have to have a work life balance Mm. and, you know, you still have to have time for you. Um, I, you still have to have time to work. Uh, you still need time for family. So you, there's a whole bunch of components in there. So you know, you have to be mindful of that. Like, what's important is your significant other, your partner, crime, whatever you want to call them. Are uh, are they on board with you? Are they supportive of you? And there's there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of, yeah, you can go do this. Wait, why are you doing that again? (laughs) You know, and once you get into like the, the longer trainings and, Mm -hmm. and the more trainings, um, I know there are, there are some times when I'll go out on the razor. Do you know what a razor is? I mean,
1: I would, I would say a razor scooter, but I don't know if that's the right razor.
0: No, a razor, is, so the razor that I'm talking about is basically like a, well, it can seat either two or four people, but the ones that I t- typically know are, they um, they seat four people and you go out, it, it, they're trail riding mm. on like a, kind of like a dune buggy, but okay. not not out in the sand, you're actually out on trails. And there are times when... Ooh you know, I'll go out with my friends and, and I get, I'm just like, okay, I'm bored standing here. (laughs) I'm like, Kate, do you, do we have, are we going to be here for 27 minutes? Like I have it down to I have it down to a minute. I'm like, are we going to be here for another 27 minutes? And they're like, go Michelle, we'll find you. (laughs) So they already know. And so there'll be times when, you know, we're, we're all out as, as a group. And, they'll just shake their head and I'll get a wave of the, of the hand, like just go, we'll find you <laughs> and we'll pick you up on the way. And I get, I get miles in, maybe it's two miles, maybe it's one mile here, two miles here, you know, but by the end of the day, you know, there are some times where I've had anywhere from six to 11 miles that I've ran and I'm like, okay, cool. There's my training, you know, and it's elevation and, it trails. So I'm good with trails. And, you know, of course I get a lot of, uh, when there's other people that don't know me, are you okay? Mm. Do you need to ride somewhere? Mm. No, I'm good. I'm just running. And I get this look like you're what? Okay. (laughs) You know, whatever. (laughs) Um, But you know, it's, um, you fit it in where you can sometimes. Mm -hmm. And and I'm okay breaking it up, but to me, it doesn't, I mean, I'm not really training for anything. I'm, you know, for me right now, it's just a goal to get it in and get it done. Right. And I haven't put them back to back yet, but I'm thinking, I'm thinking in the next couple of months, you're going to see, here's my breaks people right. <laughs> on social media, you know, and, you know, throwing it back to social media, I have, you know, that, and of course, that's where, that's where we met mm-hmm. and, I have such a supportive community in social media that I don't have personally, like, you know, I I can't just walk out and there's like 40 other people doing the same or similar thing that I'm doing, but somehow on social media, great job. woohoo, High five, you know, go get them. You're on fire. You know, whatever, whatever that it is, is it's so nice. And, and I may never meet 99% of these people. I've had an opportunity to meet a handful, you know, um, but um, it's it's interesting, the support that I get from the running community, this, you know, the social media. Um, and of course you have to be kind of, I'm really, I don't wanna say I'm really selective, but I'm pretty selective. You know, if if there's a group, if there's new people that follow me, you know, as long as I see that, that, that they have a similar interests, right. you know, I will follow back. Um, but you just have to be careful. You have to protect yourself out there on social media. Still,
1: so yeah. also, well, and, and unfortunately, yeah, <laughs> of course. And, and, you know, that's, that's the, the blessing and curse of social media. You know, it gets a bad rap. A lot of times I would say rightfully so, but at the same time, if you, mm-hmm. if you're, You know, if you, if you're selective and you, you curate and, and, you know, sometimes again, that can cause problems, but at the same time, like if we're talking about running, you know, running the running community online, um, you know, like, like for the most part, we can kind of get together and we can cheer each other on and support each other. And, and especially for those that live in, in smaller areas or smaller towns where there's not as much of an in-person community, um, able to have some friends that, that run is, is supportive and somebody who can, you know, commiserate when something goes wrong or when there's an injury or there's a bad race or a bad run or whatever the case might be and and can cheer for you when things go well. And, and um, yeah, I mean, over the, over the years, like running, running social media is, is uh, probably what keeps me still on social media. So it's, it's, it's a great place to to make some friendships and um, yeah. And then when you're able to to bring those into the real world, like it's pretty, it's a pretty Mm -hmm. cool thing when, you know, you can, Oh yeah, I'm, I'm meeting so-and-so from Twitter at, at this race. Like, w- are you sure? Like, well, yeah, I mean, we've been, you know, shit chatting for seven years. Like we're cool to meet at a race. <laughs> like it'll be fine.
0: Right. Exactly. There, yeah, I've met, um, I met quite a few people. There was a group of us that we actually met at the Mesa marathon. Um, there were people coming from, uh, the one group that, <laughs> the one group that I'm, I'm in, um, and there was a handful of us and i mean a handful i mean like 14 maybe of us that actually had lunch together mm-hmm. and we were there and i didn't participate in the in the marathon they did um and but i was i was on the cheer line i was on the cheer squad i was you know woo go get it you know and it is it's so it's so fun um, to finally meet some of these people. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's also scary because it's like, not scary, like you're going to scare me, but scary because it's like, I feel like I've known them over the last, like what you said, seven years and to physically finally meet somebody. It's like, there's not that awkwardness. It's like, yeah, you know, it's like, I've known you my whole life. Well, yeah, you know, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. You know, and you kind of develop, you know, these, um, these unique friendships and, and stuff. And I'm actually, Oh, Oh, do I put it out there? Yeah, I guess I should. I waitlisted myself for a, for a race that is very well known here in Arizona. And I know one person knows this, and I'm pretty sure he'll be listening (laughs) to this podcast. Um, he knows about it and um, I'm not going to give it out yet because I'm, <laughs> I have to wait until I need to, I need to get that confirmation that yes, I'm in. Um, but I put myself out there and it's a distance I've never done. Oh, okay. And so it's, it's a trail run. So I'm, uh, am I nervous? No, because I, I know that I'll get it done. Um, it, it the distance doesn't really scare me. It's a hundred K, which is like 60 some miles. Right. And um, I, I put myself out there. I, I was like, okay, you know. And, and I know he, him and his wife are going to be out there. I know that they're going to run it. And they've already said, well, you can share our tent with us. And I'm like, oh yes, I love you guys.
1: <laughs> nothing nothing um, so, better than a, a trail running friend. It's like, yeah, just crash in our tent. Like it's cool. And and yeah, again, you know, talk about the running community. Like nothing awkward about that at all. Like oh, awesome. Like it's one less thing I have to worry about is I can just crash with y'all
0: exactly you know but i mean i will i will come and say okay here's what i can bring here's Mm -hmm. what i have you know what can i what can i bring to the table to help out as well and i mean they've been doing it for him and him and his wife um have been doing this race for for a a couple years so they have it down to a down to a science but you know for them to even invite me in and to be there is huge um i do a lot of Ragnar races Mm -hmm. um as well. So I know about that whole 24 hours and camping in a very small area with, you know, eight, eight, eight people mm-hmm. <laughs> on a rotation. And there's always going to be that one person and I'm raising my hand. You can't see me who doesn't sleep to make sure that everybody is up and everybody <laughs> is ready to go, you know, and still run, mm-hmm. you know, um, but that's, you know, you have to have that one person who's okay doing that. And, And they always seem to I always seem to get the the metal that says sleep, you know, something like sleep, you know, sleep, what's that or something, something along with sleep, because no, everybody knows that I don't sleep.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. And that's, you know, as as is often the case, as these things start winding down, I'm like, oh, I wish I would have known that. 30 minutes ago. Cause we could have talked, I, I did my first, uh, my first trail Ragnar, uh, last year. Um, and, oh, awesome. yeah, it was a lot of fun. And, and, and we'll save that for round two. We'll talk, we'll talk more Ragnar stuff next time. But as, as we are getting to the point of, of wrapping up today, Michelle, I, I I'll close us off or, or we'll, I'll, I'll throw out one last question for you. And I call it sure. the philosophical question because it's, it's kind of like the introductory question. It's, it's fairly open-ended, um, although, although instead of the introductory question, which is the same every time the philosophical kind of rotates depending on the conversation, but, um, that said open-ended take it wherever you want to go with it. And that's, what we'll wrap up for today. Um, you know, over the, the years, the, the, the many years that you've been, been running and, and trail running and racing and, and cycling and all the things, um, curious to, to, to know if, if there's one or two things, probably more than that, but at least maybe one or two things you can point to that, that running and, and cycling, we'll just throw all the endurance sports together in, in one category. What have you, what have you learned about yourself, um, in your time as, as an endurance athlete that, you know, I mean, you never know, but maybe you would never would have learned that lesson or learned that trait that you have, uh, had you never gone down the, the route of riding the bike around the, the, the lake and getting back before dark, um, or, or, you know, starting to walk after the divorce or during the divorce process, um, that, that is, you know, an important thing that you, that you know about yourself or lesson that you've learned over the years.
0: Well, um, to get it down to one or two things. Um,
1: <laughs> Maybe I should have <laughs> done with this and we could have just talked about this for the whole 45 minutes.
0: <laughs> right? Well, you know, I'm, I'm going to say this is that, and if I start crying, I'm sorry, is that I'm strong mm-hmm. as an individual. I'm stronger with people um, and I'm confident that I can do hard things. But it's nice to have that positive reinforcement from from other people um, that I am i'm am, I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be because for some reason i'm I'm on this journey and maybe maybe it's maybe what I'm about to say is for somebody who is you know, going to listen to this in the future, in the way future. And, and maybe it is for me also just as a little key reminder is that you can do strong things and that you are capable of doing many things and you're not a failure and you are, you are exactly where you're supposed to be and you can do it.
1: Love it. Love it. Um, y'all, if you, uh, enjoyed today's episode and you want to follow along with Michelle and, and, you know, not that I didn't, pry into things, but you know, little cliffhanger of getting into the race and figuring that all out. Probably, probably will be announced on social media if slash when it happens. So uh, Instagram at just.michelle.v and on Twitter at the desert Fox zero zero seven. Uh, and as per usual, I've everything linked up. com slash 1054 com slash one zero five four. We'll get you back to the show notes for today. Links, photos, the whole nine as per usual. So um, Michelle, thanks for, uh, for making the time today. Um, and again, you know, as as always, there's so many things that we didn't get to that I would have loved to both both things I thought about before we got started, and then you know the Ragnar bomb that got dropped at the end. But um, <laughs> you know that, that's such as such as life, and, and somewhere down the line maybe we can catch up and do it again. But thanks for the for the time today. Uh, wish you nothing but the best going forward this year, getting back on the bike more frequently, and 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 you know running this big race hopefully at some point. But uh, again, thanks for the time and and nothing but the best going forward.
0: Thanks, Denny, for your time, and thanks for having me on.
1: All right, y'all. Thanks so much for taking the time to listen to today's episode of the show. Hope you enjoyed the conversation between Michelle and myself. And as per usual, be curious to know what stood out to you from today's episode. What was your uh, takeaway from our little chit chat today? For me, as as is often the case, there were a few things that that kind of bubbled to the surface as potential contenders. But the the takeaway that I'm going to go with today was from when Michelle was talking about kind of her little evolution of the competitiveness that she has, where, you know, she used to really be trying to, to beat everybody. And then it became a little bit more focused on completing races and completing challenges and getting the most out of herself. But then even on race days, still, there's there's sometimes a little bit of that competitive nature that, that bubbles back up to the surface. And even though she's not necessarily trying to compete with everybody else, she's still trying to beat that person and then to beat the next person and some of us know how that process goes, and that's why it was a takeaway for me is because I'm, I'm kind of right there with her, but I also have appreciated for myself and sometimes for, for some of you that I've talked to or worked with or whatever the case might be that an evolution in your definition of competition and being competitive is pretty normal, and it's very much okay. You know, like like there might have been a time, whether it was in running or in other areas of your life, maybe in work life, maybe in other sports, whatever the case might be, where, you know, winning was the goal or placing as high as possible was the goal in terms of how you relate to other people. Again, whether it's other runners, other athletic endeavors, rankings at work, sales goals, whatever. And if that's still important to you, hey, by all means, you know, that's that's fine. As long as you're enjoying it, as long as you're competing ethically, I mean, you know, whatever, do do your thing. But I think that sometimes um, it's important, or at least at least, it's at least valuable, to recognize that it's okay if that definition of competition kind of changes over the, over time, and maybe it becomes more of an internal competition. That's certainly where I know I am, and, and I, I think at least a fair few of us are in terms of our running goals. Like we're comp- we're competitive against ourselves. We're striving to. You know, get the best out of ourselves, hit PRs, things of that nature, and that's okay. That's not only okay. I mean, it's great. It's great. It, it, however, being competitive—if competitive is a thing that that you might be—however um, that manifests, however it it maybe evolves over time—is fine. It's fine, and, and embrace that. And It doesn't mean that you're less competitive because now you're more focused on your performance and getting the best out of yourself and not worrying as much about how you stack up against the other runners, maybe in your age group or just maybe all the other runners overall. It's just you're competitive in a different nature and that's okay. We, we, we grow, we evolve. That's part of being a human. It's part of being a runner. Um, and it's okay if that happens in our competitiveness because Lord knows I've seen it happen for myself. I'm I'm not too worried about my place anymore. I'm worried about how did I do against myself? How did I do comparative to where I've been in the past? Um, and where I'm hoping to be in the future. So that's my takeaway. That my competition level or my the way I'm competitive has evolved kind of like it has for Michelle. But that said, on race day, if there's somebody in front of me, I think I can catch them. Yeah, it does, it does get a little interpersonal from time to time. Just saying. Just saying. What about you? What was your takeaway from today? If you've got something you're willing to share, I would love to hear it. If social media is your game, at Dizruns on Twitter, at Dizruns on Instagram. You can tag me in a post. You can slide into the DMs, whatever whatever you're comfortable with. Sharon, I'm, I would love to hear it. If you'd rather take your chances on me not losing your email in my in my inbox, which is, eh, you know, hopefully not going to happen. But, hey, it, it is a disaster. So it's always a chance you're 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 taking. Uh, but Dizruns at gmail.com is the way to do that. Send an email, and uh, hopefully I'll see it. And if I do, I'll definitely reply to it. And uh, if you'd rather just, you know, leave something on the show notes for this episode, you're always welcome to do that. Dizruns.com slash 1054. Dizruns.com slash 1054 is the link to get back to the show notes for today. Links, photos, of course. And then there's that comment section down towards the bottom of the page. Leave your thoughts and feedbacks, comments and takeaways, wherever works best for you. And if you want to send a carrier pigeon, hey, who am I to tell you what, what you can and can't do? Send a carrier pigeon. I'll try to catch it. Read the message. Write something, tie it back to its leg, send it back in your direction with my response or just my thanks for sending a carrier pigeon. Not for nothing, you'd be the first to successfully send a carrier pigeon. I don't know how many people have tried this. I feel like Walker said he tried to send a carrier pigeon one time and it got stu- stuck up at, at customs between the, the Canadian and U.S. border. But uh, if anybody else has tried to send a carrier pigeon, I haven't gotten it yet. So if you want to be the first to get me your carrier pigeon, you know, not for nothing. There might be There might be a special shout out for the first person that successfully sends a carrier pigeon. I don't know. I don't know. Where are we going with this? Disruns.com slash consultation. That's if, that's if you actually need some some useful advice. I would, I would still be open to communicating via Carrier Pigeon uh, in that situation, but I would recommend telephone, Skype, Twitter DMs, Zoom, something that's a little bit quicker back and forth, a little bit more real-time, where we can really work to figure out what's going on, what you're struggling with, what are some possible solutions and get you pointed in the right direction? I feel like, I feel like the, the carrier pigeon route there might take a little bit too long, it might not be the most effective form of communication to really get to the heart of your struggles and get you pointed in the right direction. But uh, again, who am I to tell you what works best for you? Whatever works best for you always works for me. And if I can help you out along the way with a, with a quick call or a quick carrier pigeon back and forth, disruns.com slash consultation is the link. Get yourself on the calendar. If you have any questions or issues with that, let me know. And with that, we'll go ahead and wrap this one up, y'all. Thanks for the time. Thanks for the attention. Thanks for taking Michelle and I with you today. And uh, if there's anything else I can do, let me know. You know where to find me. But until then, be well. Take good care. Thanks again for listening. And uh, we'll talk soon, all right? Later, y'all.